joined by a member for Moriton, Graham Perrett, to talk about his uh, latest release, a new book that explores Australia's history of interracial relations. Welcome to NITV Radio, Graham. Uh, thank you very much for, for taking an interest in this uh, important part of our history and our future. Yeah, the book is called The Long Story and it's described as a book that tells the story of many through the story of one, I guess, a man whose story is unique. Well, uh, the, the the one is uh, Wayne Long, uh, who's a guy I you know, basically have known all my life, went to school with, played footy together, uh, you know, got into a bit of trouble together over the years. But his story, the, his long story, uh, as you say, is part of a bigger story of that that Chinese diaspora that's been coming to Australia since um, 1818, coming from the Middle Kingdom and looking for gold or new opportunities in Australia. And often these the Chinese diaspora, particularly when the in the early days when there were significant numbers of men only, would um, make contact, hook up, have relationships, uh, marry into our First Nations community. So it makes for an interesting mix, an interesting hybrid. You know, the, the some new Australians hooking up with some of the, the oldest the oldest culture on earth. Uh, and it makes for an interesting history. And it's a story that wasn't always told in a country that was a bit uh, focused on race uh, at one stage. Yeah, you mentioned that they arrived uh, during the 1800s, early 1800s, when there was the gold rush in Ballarat and other places in Australia. And at the time, interracial marriages were actually even forbidden in many instances. So, yeah, how could they be able to establish relationships with Aboriginal women? Well, often the white communities excluded people of any colour other than white from townships. So, you know, that's where you often had that, that boundary street because that was the boundary uh, after dark people, you know, Aboriginal First Nations people had to be outside those boundaries. So because they were outside the boundaries, likewise Chinese people often were outside those those townships and that it was just natural that, you know, love would blossom where, where opportunity presented itself. And, uh, you know, it made for made for some interesting relationships and certainly people when when there were government policies that were targeting indigenous children you know there were all sorts of problems um but the the long story is just one of those examples of a bit of bit of hardship some tears along the way but you know also a, a story of resilience and triumph and conquering some um some odds that were against them yeah. Now, this book is being released um, in a particular context at a time when uh, the talk in town is all about a uh, referendum. Um, why was it important to tell Wayne's, uh, long, Wayne Long's story, particularly in this uh, context? Giving expression to his voice is part of that national story that we hope to do. You know, the nation's birth certificate was written by people that deliberately focused on race and excluded Chinese people, Indian people, Aboriginal people. So uh, it's time to get our birth certificate right because obviously we've got a, a very long story, lowercase l, uh, uh, 65,000 years, 3,000 generations or so of people who've been connected with this continent. 
we should be including them in our in our birth certificate and we've got we've got the opportunity this year to just simply by writing three letters yes in a box uh, we can we can do that yeah it will also improve the lives of first nations people that are having some dreadful outcomes in terms of health and education and housing in a few other areas so um, by giving them a voice and a seat at the table will and listening to local voices will deliver better local programs save money for the taxpayers and get some better outcomes for first nations people so this story this you know sitting down with wayne a bloke i've known all my life taught me a, a lot more about someone that i thought i knew and his family and their story so i think all australians can benefit from that from that from actually listening listening to first nations elders uh, aboriginal and torres strait islander people have this uh, great story to tell and they should be part of that national fabric yeah definitely a great story to tell but can you tell us a little bit more over the elements of Wayne Long's life that uh, you included in the book there's many elements i mean Wayne, on one level Wayne is a, a, a quite shy farm worker yes if i if he went out to st george today you'd find him working out on a farm as he's done most of his working life uh, also a, a great sporting hero in his town and then a, a member you know he's one of uh, eight children i'm one of 10 children so our families have sort of been interconnected over the years similar ages um uh and uh just telling wayne's story as i said from a, that that micro micro version of a, a macro story that he uh wayne's story is not not super extraordinary at all uh but we've all all of those 25 million australian stories are interesting if, especially when we put them in the context of of history and and how we've changed as a nation and hope to change even better in you know, this year and what message do you hope uh, australians will take away from uh, this uh, story the long story i think respect and resilience uh, with a few laughs along the way a few tears as well but uh, respect and resilience uh, is what what i took from it um how those uh, ordinary lives can can give extraordinary messages to people and i think people will enjoy the read and, and it, was a, it was a tough tough book to write uh, i've normally written fiction uh and because i had to be true to Wayne's word, uh, you know, the words coming out of Wayne's mouth, uh, it, it was a, a different sort of experience. But uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was thoroughly enjoying, enjoyable. Yeah. Now, the book is being launched this week. Where can uh, people find uh, the book? Where can they purchase the book? Firstly, I'd say go down to your local newsagent or bookstore and order it. Uh, or you could go online to Bularong Press, uh, who... Um, could arrange that uh, or they could go to their library but um, if they're in St George <laughs> uh, this weekend uh, I'll be uh, so- doing a signing with Wayne at the St George pub uh, but there'll be book launches in Brisbane and Canberra and, and around Australia as as um, opportunities present themselves. Yeah please let us know when you come to now. We, 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 we both have day jobs that we that keep us a bit busy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now when you come to Nam, where I'm calling from please let us know so we can uh, actually come and get a Copy signed. That sounds wonderful. I, pr- I appreciate that, Bertrand. Yeah. Merci beaucoup. Don't yeah, don't yeah. <laughs> now, before I let you go, Graham, because I know you're very busy today. No, that's fi- okay. Anytime. Any, any final thoughts before I let you go? Yeah, look, it's the the 
Chinese diaspora, uh, over a million uh, Australians have, you know, connections to the Middle Kingdom in one way or another, often th- oftentimes through another country like Penny Wong, uh, through, via Malaysia or through um, Papua New Guinea or Singapore or Hong Kong. Uh, that that community, um, when connected with the, the First Nations community, makes for a, a, a strong hybrid and makes for a, a, a more vibrant Australia. And I've enjoyed telling that tale and look forward to it being um, featured more prominently uh, in the Australian story uh, that is being written by uh, people this year, especially when it comes to uh, voting yes for The Voice. Yeah, we'll put the information out there. And one thing I forgot to mention in the introduction is that you're a lawyer and a teacher and someone who has fought for the rights of some of the most vulnerable people in our community. And you just released a book that will add to the conversation about interracial relations in Australia. Graham, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us on NITV Radio today. Thanks very much, Petra, and all the best to you and your listeners. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye, bye, bye.